Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Positive Soul Podcast. I'm Jacqueline Kadamian, and I'm so excited to have you here. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and business coach for entrepreneurs who want to launch and scale their business. This podcast is all things mindset, manifestation, and business. I am beyond excited to have you here. So let's get into another episode. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to another episode of the PS Podcast. Hope you're having an amazing day or night wherever you are. Thank you for tuning in with me for another episode. Today's episode is confidence-based once again. I'm feeling very inspired by my newest course, Reinvention, which is the Confidence Makeover. And as I was creating that course, I was, you know, going through the motions, putting the course together, and I realized just how important a lot of the information I'm sharing in the course is. So I thought to make a little SparkNotes version of the course, an extremely SparkNotes version of one of the sections of the course, about the seven principles of confidence confidence and how to start knowing what they are, identifying them and adding them to your life today. So just like I mentioned, this does come from the bigger picture of my course reinvention. I'm not going to be doing this um, section any justice on this podcast because it's about two hours long in my course. However, in this little short podcast, I do want to talk about the seven principles of confidence and what they each are. So you can start to incorporate them in your life today. Even when I was creating this course, I had never really thought about these principles of confidence and how they tie together. So you've heard of these words before, you definitely know what they are, but I specifically want to bring it to you in regards to this tree of confidence and how they are the different branches on your confidence tree. I know it sounds corny, but it works because confidence is something that blooms. It's something that grows like a beautiful tree. So it does take time to water. If you are interested in getting the course, which by the way, highly recommended, just click on the show notes to get access to that. You can even get in with a payment plan, which is only one payment of $50 today, and then you would get billed three more payments of $50 each month. So really affordable, easy way to get in. I love payment plans, PS. I love how I can offer them now. So get yourself inside reinvention if you love what I'm talking about and if you want all of this on steroids. So once again, in the course, I get more into what each of these concepts are and how to actually develop them. I'm not gonna go into that right now because that would take me three hours, but I am going to describe the seven principles of confidence. So the seven principles of confidence are self-awareness, self-compassion, self-acceptance, self-respect, self-trust, self-care, and self-expression. So you've heard of these words before. They're very common, I'm sure, but most likely if you're like me, you've never really thought about what each of these mean. I know, of course, when I was creating this course, doing a lot of research, I'd heard these concepts before, but it was never something like on the focal point of my mind. And after creating reinvention, I understand why it needs to be. So I want to give a quick definition for each of these. As you're listening to this, 
think to yourself, you know, do you have this? Is this something you need to work on? And then you can go from there. Once again, these are all skills that you can develop with more time. So I like to think of this as your little confidence tree because confidence grows. It's not something you're just born with. It's something you really do need to practice. So these are the seven branches of confidence. There are more, but I didn't want to overpower and just give you so much information here or at the course. So the first one is self-awareness. This is always what we start out with. Self-awareness is the ability to look at your own self and give an honest inventory of where you are, to have awareness for your actions, your thoughts, what you're doing, and to basically be aware and cognizant of your life and what's happening. So self-awareness, it may sound really simple, but many people lack this ability to really look themselves deeply and to see you know, what's going on in their lives. It's so much easier for us to numb the pain out or to act like something doesn't exist. So self-awareness is often the first step when anyone wants to work on any problem that they have. For those people who want to work on confidence, you are definitely high on self-awareness because that is knowing that you need to do something different. So Self-awareness would be working through your insecurities, you know, learning how to start a business, learning how to manifest love. So any action that you take to basically better yourself, you have a level of self-awareness because you understand that you need some help in this area and you're able to get help. Many people, they don't have self-awareness. So what that means is they really think everything is fine. They're really not looking at themselves that deeply. They really don't want to acknowledge what they're going through. If you find yourself in this boat, it's a sign to do some deeper work and ask yourself, what are you afraid of seeing? What does it mean to you to get vulnerable, to do the self-work? Because many people will say they want to do the inner work, but they never take that next step. So if you find yourself in this boat, then I would really ask myself, you know, what is holding you back? And a lot of the times it can go to several different things. I know for most of my listeners, you guys on here, you guys have a pretty high level of self-awareness, especially if you want to get better. You're listening to my podcast. So when you want to get better, you can acknowledge where you need help in. You could acknowledge some of your weaknesses. You do have have self-awareness and continually when it comes to building confidence you need awareness because you need to be able to identify what you need help in just another quick note this is why they say you can't change anyone because you can't make people have awareness for themselves it's a really important point that you can only change yourself you can only give awareness to yourself So the second principle of confidence that's really important is self-compassion. And compassion can be thought of the same as self-forgiveness. I do a lesson on forgiveness in the course, so I title this one self-compassion. But think about what it means to be compassionate to someone else. It means to have empathy. It means to be able to relate to someone else's experience. Now, what you need to do to to develop your confidence is to give yourself that same compassion. So to put it on yourself. What happens to a lot of us is we're so nice to everyone else. We're so kind. We're so empathetic. But when it comes to our own selves and making our own mistakes, we're not that empathetic. And that's really sad because you need to be your number one friend, your number one fan. So you need to give yourself compassion that you give to others. Now, just a quick note on this, this is not the same as having self-pity or doing, um, taking part in overindulgent behaviors because that is doing something to numb out or to distract your pain and self-pity is also you know getting into that victim mode so this is very different self-compassion is to recognize that you will make mistakes 
you will go through the, the motions in life. You will fail at times, but you are still human. And another really important note I go over in the course is how compassion is not something earned. It is given. So you need to give yourself compassion no matter what you've been through in your life. I don't care what has happened to you. You deserve compassion simply for being alive. So it's another really important branch of confidence. I go into this a lot in the course on how to build your compassion muscle with some techniques and activities. So number three is self-acceptance. I actually love all of these so much. I was going to say it's my favorite, but I love all of these, all of the principles of confidence. So self-acceptance is another big one. Once again, you know what the word acceptance means. It means to accept someone without judgment, to be able to allow someone to be themselves. So self-acceptance is putting that back on yourself. So you accept yourself for who you are your flaws, your strengths, your unique qualities, you know, your tendencies. And a lot of us, when it comes to confidence work, we are not accepting of ourselves. We're merely tolerating ourselves. You need to get that all out the window. You need to start to love yourself and accept yourself like you accept others. So this is really about being non-judgmental with yourself and being able to be with yourself in the room, you know, not feeling like you need to be someone else, accepting what it is you are and what you've gone through in your life at this moment. So you can't change the past. You can only focus on the present moment. So accept what has happened and move from there to have a better life. So Self-acceptance is really important when it comes to confidence because you can't be truly confident if you're trying to hide parts of yourself or if you're trying to, you know, make the past go away, you're living with shame or guilt. So it's really important to accept all parts of you. The fourth principle is self-respect. Once again, a really important one. I love this one because I find that many people are battling with self-respect. And the funny thing about self-respect is you may think you have it until you're put in a situation which tests it and you're like, oh my God, maybe it's not so high. Maybe I did not have as much as I think. So it's not a negative. I think it's really important to be able to tell how your self-respect barometer is doing. You know, are you doing good on it? Are you a little low? I know for myself, I was really surprised when I find that my self-respect was a little low when I first started doing this a few years ago. Now I'm able to change that by knowing the definition and knowing how to get more self-respect as discussed in the course. So self-respect is about respecting yourself, you know, mind, body, soul. It's about letting other people in in your life only if they add to your life. It's about being in respectful relationships, a really important one. It's about owning who you are, but also making, you know, having respect for everything about you. So you basically treat yourself with the respect that you give to others. For a lot of people who deal with insecurities or or any other, you know, limiting beliefs or not feeling worthy enough, they tend to treat others better than they treat themselves. So I want you to change this today. I want you to respect yourself. Now, a big part of self-respect is relationships. I think from all of these principles, self-respect ties into relationships more. So you really need to be careful with who you have relationships with. I go further into this in the course with another class on boundaries, but you need to set boundaries when it comes to having self-respect and the reason it's so important is because to have self-respect you want to be in self-respecting relationships so self-respect is not the same as being a doormat it's not the same as being a people pleaser letting other people take advantage of you really ask yourself you know are my relationships respectful towards me and if someone is not respectful you then need to take the consequences so what happens to a lot of people is they say that they have boundaries 
They say they have consequences, but when push comes to shove, they never follow through. So having self-respect is to have boundaries, but to uphold them and enforce them as well. This isn't to be like a dictator of your boundaries, but if people are not good for you, you need to be able to cut them loose. Another note on self-respect is people who truly respect you will respect your boundaries. People who do not respect you will not. So you can tell from there who's meant to be in your life versus who is not. It's better to know earlier if someone is not good for you. So self-respect really has to do with how you treat your body, how you treat yourself, how you allow others to treat you. And it's a very important branch of our confidence tree. Number five is self-trust. Self-trust is trusting yourself, trusting your decisions, trusting yourself to make good choices. And ironically, self-trust does relate a lot to self-respect, especially in the relationship category. So a lot of people, they don't trust themselves in relationships, so they tend to be in relationships that repeat patterns or that are not the best for them. I want you to know if you've been in a situation that is not the best for you, once you do that inner work and you develop yourself more, you will develop self-trust. So it's something that comes. Just because you didn't have it a few years ago does not mean you won't have it today. This is a skill that's always going to grow. But to be self-trusting means that you trust your decisions. You trust your decisions over those of other people. You trust your intuition. So this is a big class where I go about your intuition and we talk about how to develop your intuition because many people don't know how to do that. So how do you respond to your inner calling? You know, do you follow your inner wisdom? Are you able to do what you want to do versus what others are telling you? So all of that ties into confidence because having confidence really has to do with how you trust yourself, how you make decisions and how you listen to your intuition. So This is a really interesting class for those of you who want to develop your intuition. P.S. Everyone should want to develop their intuition because it is like our sixth sense. It can make decisions for us way better than our logical minds can. So self-trust is a big one when it comes to having confidence. Number six is self-care, extremely important branch of confidence. Self-care is to tend to your needs without having someone else do it for you. So it's about you giving your own self the right to take care of your needs. Now, Self-care, as I go into in the course, can be divided into different branches as well. There could be physical self-care, spiritual self-care, social self-care, and emotional self-care. And you can figure out what that is for you. But the really important part about self-care is... You can't expect to live a full, confident life if you're not taking care of yourself. So self-care is really about acknowledging your needs and finding out how you can fulfill them so you don't get burned out, you don't get frustrated. Part of having confidence has to do with having a really good self-care tank. So I like to think of this, I give this example as if you're a gas tank, you don't want to be running at zero all the time or you don't want to be running at a quarter tank. You always want to make sure your tank is full because if your tank is full, you're going to be better for others and for yourself. Remember, you cannot take care of others if you don't take care of yourself. You can't pour from an empty cup. So self-care is crucial when it comes to confidence because truly confident people take time for themselves. And lastly is self-expression, the beautiful self-expression. This is you owning who you are, all of you. 
making way for your creative nature, making way for your uniqueness, and being expressive of how you really are. So self-expression, you can think of this as your creativity muscle. You're, um, you know, being yourself, acting, dressing, you know, maybe styling your hair in a way that's unique to you. So whatever it is that allows you to express yourself, you want to take part in when it comes to having more confidence. Many people, they fear that others will judge them and they feel fear being vulnerable so they don't take the time to be self-expressive. Well, as we get into the class, when you don't take time to be self-expressive, you are dimming your light and you're actually causing a lot of problems in the future. When we are self-expressive, we feel free, we feel energetic, we feel amazing. So you want to look for an outlet that allows you to be creative. And I'm not just talking about being good at art. I know I used to think that, but being self-expressive is not about being art. It can be about reading drawing, dancing, music, anything that you do to express your emotions and yourself. So this is also another really important aspect of confidence because life is about having fun. You know, you're not here just to exist. You're here to live. So confidence, as you see, is a blend of these seven principles plus more. And the more you water each branch, the more your tree is going to grow. Now, before I wrap up, another quick note about confidence is confidence is not a skill you're just born with. I think many people think that oh, if you're pretty or rich or you're born into a good family, you're going to be confident. While certain things can help and attribute, research has shown that confidence actually has nothing to do with external qualities. Confidence has to do with your own self. It has to do with how you feel. And confidence is a skill. So I do want to repeat this. Confidence is a skill, meaning that you can learn how to be confident. All of the principles I discussed here, you can learn how to be them. You can learn how to have self-respect. You can learn self-trust. You can learn self-compassion. So that's why I'm beyond excited to do confidence work with you guys because all of this can be learned. And I've done this for myself. So I personally know just how powerful these steps are. So all these branches you see, they may not be that strong for you right now, and that's okay, but you can water them and you can grow them and you can learn from them. So a really cool thing I do in the course is each of these branches have a specific class dedicated to them. So we go into definitions, you know, what's impairing it and how to develop it. So I'm not just leaving you with, oh, this is self-respect. Now go figure it out. I'm teaching you exactly how to get self-respect, how to get self-trust and on and on it goes. So confidence is a skill. It's a skill you can develop today and once you learn this skill I promise you your life will change confidence has made my life so amazing in so many ways I can't even imagine where my life would be without it but just imagine how far you can go when you learn these skills So I hope you enjoyed this episode, beautiful. This is just one section of reinvention. The other sections do focus on reinventing your life, whether it comes from healing from the past, forgiveness, letting go, setting boundaries. And also I go into the mindset psychology stuff of negative self-talk, you know, limiting beliefs, coping skills. We also do a little law of attraction in here. So if you're interested, if you loved what you heard, just click the show notes to get into reinvention. I promise you. It's amazing, literally probably one of the best things I've ever created and I cannot wait for you to get it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know if you did. Love you. See you next time.